Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Fritz Frivolous with continuous live coverage of the corner of Curious Lane and Just Because Boulevard, the epicenter of the alien invasion. And this just in, King Kong is fighting the mobile suit Gundam. And of course, all of this is happening amidst World War IV, making it pure pandemonium. If only Captain Planet were still alive to save us all. Dude, could you imagine... Double, double toil and trouble. Wingardium Leviosa. Abracadabra. Incantations leading up to the casting of a spell. Magic is an old and mysterious art form. Some believe in these extraordinary powers, using them to heal, gain insight, or even to curse others, causing great pain and suffering. While others use illusions under the guise of magic for entertainment purposes to gain fame and fortune. Either way, magic is mystifying and intriguing to say the least. But what if magic was real? What would it be like living in a magical world? Let us listen in awe as two archmages, Will and Tom, conjure this scenario into existence. Welcome back, everyone. This is Tom Case. This is Will Stark. So, Will, mm-hmm. I was actually watching um, a YouTube video, and it was of a street performer, a, a magician, a street magician, right? Okay. And it was really funny because he wasn't funny, but like the reaction from the crowd, I always thought was funny because there was actually usually they're pretty good at only capturing you know what they want to capture these street magicians to show their video so it looks good right right, right. but uh right. i guess this one it they didn't really look at it because like half of the audience was just like in awe right right like, they were and like, the other half oh like... my god yeah <laughs> and it was funny because then the other half was like um yeah right you know they're really skeptical and it just the looks on their faces that's were... interesting just from the angle yeah, just from the angle. I, I don't think that they, because they were kind of more on the outer, you know, it wasn't like, it was a street magician, like, kind of going through, like, um, you know, he was kind of, like, doing this illusion for, like, a group of three or four people, mm-hmm. but in the background were more people watching. Oh. And I think that's what happened, was they weren't paying He wasn't attention. doing it for them. No. And, and then they but were even seeing... though they can see what was going yeah. on, it was funny, because some of them in the background, too, were like, oh, my God, right? But... Mm-hmm. Then you see the faces of some other people, and, you know, and they were just like, yeah, I don't buy it. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, sure. it was just, it was funny. But after I watched it, I did think of this question, which was, what if 
magic was real. Yeah, I saw I saw the question going <laughs> yeah, for know. a while ago. <laughs> um, okay, what if magic was real? That's a very loaded question. Magic can be anything and everything. I read a lot of fantasy, and many of these fantasies have just countless different magic systems that like, yeah. beyond beyond what you would ever even think of when and it comes to magic systems. To be fair, because I know that's a very loaded question. That's a very mm-hmm. wide open question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'm not... When, okay, so when we talk about this, I... And again, just to, I want to clear the air on this too. I I hate it when I see like a TV show or a movie that involves magic, and they just use it willy nilly. Like, mm-hmm. oh, magic! Like, oh, I can do that. Oh, it's right. simple. Or, yeah. or you know, everyone can do it. I I really hate it when they do that. <clears throat> so when I when I mean what if magic was real, I'm talking about you know magic as in it's something. I'm going to I'm not going to say that it's only the chosen ones can do it or whatever. I'm going to say let's say magic anyone can do, mm-hmm. but it is very hard to learn. Mm-hmm. You must learn a lot mm-hmm. and it and it takes more than you can't just use your body. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's not going to be something you could just be like, "Ooh, you know, bippity boppity boop and then right. boom, that works." No, mm-hmm. it's going to be like you need something to amplify your magic, like a wand or an amulet or something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You also are going to have to learn uh, specific spells, incantations, things like that. Mm-hmm. So that way, it's not going to be easy to just whip out a spell or whip out magic and right. fix everything. Okay, so what I meant when I said, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you've basically answered it, but I meant, like, do you mean, like, in the classical sense of, like, casting spells? Because, mm-hmm. like, for instance... Like, I read a lot of books. So, the latest book I'm reading is called Stormlight Archive. And you could call what all these people do magic. It's like they bond this spirit called a spren. And then through that spren, they have different power over different, like, um, um, physical laws. So, for example, a windrunner can, has power over gravity. And he can, they can fly. They can, like, touch things and make them go in different directions. Like, oh. that's magic. But that's not spell slinging and, like, wizardry. Yeah. So, you're talking about more, more classic of the classical spell wizard slinging and, and wizardry. Spell. Yeah, okay. wi- yes, so exactly. That's what you mean when you say magic. And you're saying, essentially, that um, everyone has to be a wizard because in D&D, sorcerers are, like, born with magic and then you can just, like... Yeah, like, that's... This no, is like this isn't... A learned and honed skill. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's knowledge-based, I take it? Yes, very mm-hmm. knowledge-based, you okay. know. Like... In this world that I'm imagining where magic is real, it would, you know, the people who have, especially people who mm-hmm. have, you know, the, the photographic memory, mm-hmm. things like that would be phenomenal with this skill. Okay. Because that's what it would take. So my next question is, like, what is what are the range of abilities with these spells? So in D&D, which is what we're going to talk about a lot in mm-hmm. this episode, because that's almost I, inevitable, yeah. you have, I, I think figured eight that. schools of magic. <laughs> Yes. So you have like evocation, which is like elemental spells, really destructive stuff like ice, lightning, fire, all that other jazz. Illusion magic, which is pretty self-explanatory. You know, you create illusions. Um, You can trick people. Um, And then there's more vague things like there's divination where you can like scry, know things about the future, about where things are, find things, stuff like that. Um, there's abjuration, which is like protection spells, barriers, mm-hmm. uh, prevention stuff, healing magic. So, like, what what are the, what's the scope of magic capabilities? In this so, <clears throat> when I was researching for this question, what I kind of found was like, I, I did find that in D anD D, there's like eight schools of magic and all mm-hmm. that, and you know, I wanted to separate from the D anD D sure yeah world, yeah world yeah. part of it. So. What I kind of found, and I kind of had to, like, put things together to make sense, uh, was, like, 
So there's two types of magic, right? There would be what they would call white magic or black magic. So Final right? Fantasy style. That style, right? Okay. And it would be where uh, we're very, they're both very similar. Mm-hmm. You know, white magic, black magic. The, the one real difference is like, quote unquote, white magic is used for like benevolent purposes. You know, like uh, people who use them would be called like white witches or wizards or healers, right? And that's usually what mm-hmm. the quote unquote white magic would be used for. Mm-hmm. Uh um, and they usually worship like nature and sometimes it's even called uh, natural magic. And they would like draw power from, let's say, using things from like earth, wind, fire, like the elements, you know, and sp- actually the way it, it wrote, the way that it wrote down was earth, wind, fire, water, and spirit. And mm-hmm. I immediately was like, Captain Planet. So a- already what you're describing me sounds like the Wiccan religion. Kind of yes, yes exactly like Wigan yeah and yeah. and which I wanted to I'm glad you brought that up because then the other type is black magic right uh-huh. and under black magic it's almost very similar to what I just described in white magic except mm-hmm. obviously it's used mm-hmm. for you know malevolent purposes uh, to curse someone or mm-hmm. to you know do evil upon basically the world. this comes down to like intent you have positive negative intent yeah something that's going you have. A type of magic which is going to add more to the world, mm-hmm. do do like healing, mending, um, creating, progression, per- yeah. cultivation, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. This other one's going to take away. It's going to destroy. It's going to be negative. Yeah, exactly. In, in tropics. And, okay. And I did. And I and like I said, I was glad that you brought up the fact about um, like Wiccan and Wicca. Versus, yeah, I mean, you described Wicca to versus me. In, in black magic, which would be yeah. witchcraft. Right. That's what in black magic. Some I know some people have the semantics of like, well, that's the same thing. But when I was doing the research, they did they they associate the word witchcraft a little bit more it, with like being with black magic. We're starting to delve into like religious beliefs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like I'm neither here and, nor there yeah. on, on that. But OK, so you mean like, OK, when we're talking about magic, we're talking about like actual classic historical the concept of magic. Yes. OK. My next question is. What is the upper echelons of the, like, what is the absolute outer limit of what's capable with this magic? Like, how destructive can this magic get? Can someone nuke a country? Can someone nuke the world? Like, what, what's the upper limit? And then on the other side of positive things, like, can I cure cancer permanently? Can I create immortals? Like, what's... what? What's the power level? Is this high so, fantasy or are we going low, so low no, magic we're, level? I'm, I'm going to try to want to, like, obviously we're talking about something that doesn't exist, you know, yeah, in real sure. life. And it's, and it's fantastic. Yes. But, okay. uh, no, I'm going to say, no, you couldn't, like, nuke a country with this power. It's okay. not that powerful. What's the, what, what's um, the upper threshold? You could threshold? not create uh, immortals. Mm-hmm. You could maybe cure cancer for, for good with From this magic. From one person or just... Could I? No, you would. Yeah, it would have to be like okay. you want to go see this healer. I can't. Like, you can't just. I can't create a potion that'll cure, cure magic and then get that on assembly line and oh, go. Oh, like alcohemy or something like something sure, where they yeah, use absolutely. like chemis- yeah. almost like chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that could be possible. Okay, so yeah, I we'll can't cure cancer. Possible. Yeah, yeah okay. we'll say that. Um, All right. Yeah, I can see where you're going. Mm-hmm. Where you're going with it. Um, the things that. Oh, you know what? It, <laughs> let me with <laughs> instead of using you using your brain here to try to just figure everything out. So let's say so let's let me ask you this. How do you think this would affect our economy? If oh, I mean like I'm this... I'm gonna get to it. My okay. I'm trying to understand what the magic is mm-hmm. first. Cause yeah, and once I understand yeah. the full parameters, which I think you've given me you've given me like the basics of what can be done to a certain extent. Yeah. Um you've kind of talked about how difficult it is. So it's an intelligence based thing. Yes. And I take it it's going you need uh, an arcane focus. You already said like a wand or staff mm-hmm. or something like that. 
um, which I take it are not going to be easy to be made or, or get ha- hold of. Exactly. Okay. You're exactly right. All right. And it's going to take words, knowledge, probably physical effort. Like I imagine like yeah, if you, you keep hur- uh, hurling a fireball, you're going to get exhausted. Yeah. Right? Something, some there's, things there's are going to, uh, to well. involve endurance. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You may, you may find that maybe making that spell that you said mm-hmm. that can cure, you know, like a, like a medicine that can cure cancer. Mm-hmm. Well, in order to do that type of magic, you may have to be doing some incantation for a week's Oh, right for a week you know what i mean okay. for a few days or whatever it's straight um uh, oh and by the way just for people who are listening the reason i want to make that these parameters with this magic is because if it was just willy-nilly you could do anything you want that's going to be too easy yeah we were talking you know about i mean yeah we could be talking okay. about like anything all right so um here's the question how does it stand up to modern weaponry like it can stand up to modern weaponry so i could like if put up you a kn- yes but there will be varying varying degrees mm-hmm. of it. So, you know, if if your magic isn't spot on, and let's say you conjured a shield and mm-hmm. someone's shooting a, a gun at you, um, if it's if your magic isn't that strong, then mm-hmm. the the bullet will probably penetrate your magic. Right, I yeah. understand. Okay, yeah, but it, but it can it can be just as effective or defensive against modern day weapons. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. Oh, I have one last question, and now it slipped my mind. Um, we talked about the parameters. We talked about capabilities. We talked about the threshold. Why am I drawing a blank here? It was a really important question. Um, I don't know. It slipped my mind. It'll come back to me when it comes back to me. So, um, the oh, yeah, this was the question. Okay. how Have we always had access to this? Up to this point in history, or is this a new development? Oh, you know what? That, that, that is important. a good question, yes. and I, I actually should have probably thought of that. Um, no, let's say this is a relatively modern. Uh, you know, we'll say last thirty years, last last fifty, years. last fifty years, yeah. and at this point, it's widespread. Everyone has access to it. That's another thing. Yeah, like, and are there people who just can't do it for some reason, or is it just like no? Anyone can do it. The more you put your mind to it, the better you get at it. Exactly. But it's, we're still going to have people who are naturally better at it than others. Exactly. There's going to it's skill based, just mm-hmm. like an athlete. Like mm-hmm. technically, anyone can play baseball. But yeah. you know what I mean. Like yeah. if you, you know, right. like exactly. there's certain anyone people can who are, play baseball. Most people aren't good at it. Exactly. Yeah, sure. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, then um, it's definitely going to infiltrate every aspect of our um, economy. I mean, imagine all the things that we do now. That like are polluting the earth or causing global warming mm-hmm. that we could actually mitigate hugely by powering things more magically. You know yeah, what I mean? that would definitely. You know? and, and if we can really infuse it, like let's say we can create a more efficient battery or a, a less pollutant engine because of some sort of magical component, mm-hmm. that'd be really cool. And I think that it would also, you know, it there will be a, a definitely a shift mm-hmm. with uh, what the economy is going to need. You know, like um, for. Uh, what would be that? What would be the word for you know resources? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because you're right. Now instead of using fossil fuels like for like or whatever they're using for mm-hmm. factories, you know what I mean, and things that that cause pollutants to go mm-hmm. into the atmosphere. Well, now they're going to be using magic. So now they're going to be needing, you know, maybe more powerful, uh, you know, amulets or whatever they're using yeah. to focus their magic. You or know, you know, that makes me think of another question now too. Okay, so. If at any point in this 50 years, do we figure out, like, where the magic comes from? So, like, 
in the universe, like energy can neither be created nor destroyed, right? It can only be like transformed. Mm-hmm. Or like in Full Metal Alchemist, there's the equivalent exchange. Yeah. Where did like let's say I I don't know um, if I I turn myself invisible. Okay. Right. That probably takes quite a bit of energy. We're like deflecting light, causing illusion, all this yeah. other stuff. Yeah. Where does that energy come from? Do we know? Do we figure that out? You know what? I'm going to say that energy mm-hmm. is, uh, let's say, yes, we do know. And okay. it, and it's from uh, the radiation of the Big Bang. The cosmic so we're, radiation. So we're, we're, we're tapping into this cosmic yes. radiation. Mm-hmm. So probably there's no backlash. Or if there is, it's so like enormously into the future that we have no way of like, we'll, we'll never face those repercussions. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's the way. No strings yeah. attached. Yeah. Because right. no str- I was yeah. like, it's- what if we do all this stuff and then the world explodes? Yeah, yeah I know. Right. That was- <laughs> um, so I think, I think a lot of things change. I think uh, education becomes surround. It's all about your, uh, your arcane academic teaching. I was, teaching. I was gonna it's gonna going to ask you about like, that too. How, how they're going to be the most, education. and like yeah. the, the truly skilled, the savants, mm-hmm. like the masters are going to be um, wanted on an unparalleled level. They're going to be wanted by governments. They're going to be wanted by rich people. They're going to mm-hmm. be wanted by companies, corporations, yep. like, for every bit of research and pushing the limits that we can. I totally um, agree with that. All this bullshit that you see nowadays where, you know, teachers are being, uh, you know, not uh, compensated with the amount that they should be getting. Mm-hmm. I think all of that would be changed. I think education would almost be at the forefront of what, you know what I mean, They because of this, you know what I mean? Um, I mean, I could see getting a huge boost, especially at first. It would be mm-hmm. an enormous boost. But I think in the long run, it would just turn into the same system we have now, where the elite get the best education and the non-elite don't. This is a thing anyone can yeah, learn. Like, that, that could be yeah, if you're supernaturally gifted, well, guess what? You're going to get a free a ride. Free ride you're Otherwise, gonna get the, yeah. the super rich are going to get into the best schools and know the best magic, and it'll just turn into the same system we have now. Yeah. Maybe 100 years from now, but it would happen... You know, within the century of of the revolution, if you will. Um, But my fear here is like humanity's ability to to break the system. I mean, we see this in every little thing that humans do. Like any video game that comes out, Mm -hmm. give it a week before someone figures out how to completely break the game. Not even by like hacking it or or breaking the rules, but but, like just figuring out like the best loopholes to create the most overpowered thing as quickly as possible, right? It's like we like to solve puzzles as human beings is what we do. There's enough of us crowdsource that it it can be done in a snap of fingers. Like you say that the upper parameters of this thing like is is it can't get to the point of nuclear explosions but like mm-hmm. how long before human beings figure out that we can f- like we can bond 12 minds together like and with the right combination of spell and whatnot like be able to create effects 12 times or 20 times the effect of a single wizard you know what i mean true like yeah that would probably happen i, I feel I like guarantee i guarantee like, you that would happen and and my yeah. other uh, part of, so yeah. l- let me get like how would it affect right yeah. this is what i wanted to, to get to was like how would it affect economy how would it affect politics and government warfare and our military mm-hmm. education and okay. one that i kind of uh, we'll get to this later but i was kind of interested to i just saw it in my head was law enforcement yeah, law enforcement is going to be, you know, yeah, you know. because also like and uh, criminals. I, I keep thinking, yeah, criminals. I keep thinking about like the evocation, explodey side of things. But like, what about the mind control? 
What about the, the enchantment? Yeah, I think those the, the would be the, the, stuff. the, the yeah, more things you need to, yeah, you you know, need to worry about. A politician who's like a master of the of enchantment magic, like mm-hmm. gets on the podium and spins speaking to the world. world? Yeah, exactly. And like is so masterful at like silver tonguing his way into the minds of everybody with whatever stupid incantation he's got. Like that's how you come over the world. That's and, all, yeah, that's and, you would, and you would hope, and this is getting into fine detail yeah. right here, you would hope, though, that mm. something like that, in order to do that, would mm. take so long or be so difficult that people would know before you can do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Like, true. you would hope that something like that would, you know, because otherwise you are right. That would be the scariest thing and probably mm. the most easiest way to get everything fucked up. But, like, you know, you know, amongst humanity, at least one super prodigy is going to show up. Just like there's a super prodigy of any one given skill that ends up developing amongst us. You so know, like, what and, happens when that happens? And and yeah, that's a good question. Because I was going to say, you know, I was actually going to bring that up. Because if there is, let's say, a supreme wizard, whatever you want to call <laughs> yeah, him, right? Sure. Uh-huh. Now, would that affect the government uh-huh. or politics to the point of maybe now it's not just we elect a president? Or, no, you know, it, it'll become a or, majocracy. Or it would be where, yeah, where he's it's now be like, a oh, I am the, yeah. yeah. No, there will be, there would definitely be a ruling class of powerful magicians. And anyone who doesn't make the snuff, like, they're a second class citizen. It's going gonna, it's gonna to turn into that, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Because you're, you're giving people a bunch of power that a, a bunch of other people can't have. Um, have yeah, you, there's a sure. book series called the Bartimaeus Trilogy. And it uh, takes place in an alternate uh, universe where history is very similar to ours. Except for magic exists. And that's exactly what happens. Is a majocracy arrives. And it takes place in, like I think, London, England or whatever in like yeah. the 1950s. Um, magic is always cooler when it sounds with a British accent. Sure, yeah, <laughs> <Right>? absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, in that in in that one though, I think uh, magicians bond uh, demons to themselves in order to gain more power. I vaguely remember the series, but yeah, majocracy. So I, I fully believe majocracy would develop. Um, yeah, in That's, a very I, extreme. I way. feel that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not at the beginning. You know what I mean? It's going to have to be yeah. someone that. Well, is obviously way more powerful than anyone else, but mm-hmm. also has the guts to do it. You know what I mean? We're going to weaponize things. We're going to find ways to do enchanted guns, enchanted mm-hmm. swords. Uh, we're going to learn how to awaken objects. Like, I was going. I was going to bring that up yeah. too. I was actually going to think: Do you think our modern weapons would still be here, or do you think that they would just kind of? Well, you if know. we discovered this 50 years ago, probably yes. Mm. Uh, we probably wouldn't have progressed in technology quite as far as we have now. Cause we would, Cause we used, but we would have progressed in a lot of other ways that, yeah, that are impossible to predict. Um, I know in D&D there's a setting called Eberron where they fuse magic with technology. And because of that, it's like a completely unique setting. That's not like any oh, other really? yeah, fantasy setting. That is awesome. It's pretty cool. Like trains, but like not trains like how we have trains. They're like magic trains. And it's, yeah, anyways. Um, speaking of which, you know, when we're talking about like, uh, what'd you call it? A majocracy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so let's go to some Fritz facts here. Mm, okay. So first of all, magic, right? It's, mm-hmm. uh, the word magic has a Greek origin okay. and, uh, the first people to perform magic acts were actually, uh, Persian priests. Okay. Um, also, you know, I, I don't know if you have this in mind, but whenever I hear the word magician, I get this picture in my mind and it's that classic magician look, you know, where you have the top hat and the coattails, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't. And the weird but, goatee yeah, sure, or whatever. That's, that, that's why I think our age difference there kind of yeah. makes it. Cause for me, that's still what I picture when someone says, let's go see this magician. That's yeah. what I have in my head. Yeah. Right. 
that was actually the classic magician look came from a French magician named Alexander Herman or Herman the Great. Okay. And he used to always come out in a top hat and he had this goatee. That was his look. Coats. He figured that it was out his look. and it was yeah. so iconic. It became synonymous with. And yeah, exactly. And then yeah. and people, everyone who watched him who also wanted to become a magician. That's yeah. then that oh that's how you dress when you're a magician, yeah. you know. Um, now here's the part that I wanted to get to. Okay. There's actually real magic organizations. I don't mean real as in magic is real, but the organizations are real. Mm-hmm. The largest one is called the International Brotherhood of Magicians. Oh yeah, because they they're basically a guild in its guild of the craft. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and they they actually publish. Well, I don't know if they're if it's still being published, but they're they're known to have published. There's a magazine called um, the Linking Ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Uh, that's <clears throat> I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, um, the cool. oldest one though is called the Society of American Magicians. Oh, I, I thought the oldest would probably be somewhere in, in Europe or somewhere. Yeah, else, you, you know, would but, think, but that's but, pretty uh, cool. It was founded on May tenth, nineteen o two, and their headquarters are in New York, New York. So it's not even really that old. I mean, yeah, it's over I mean, a century. Yeah, but, but still... like relatively comparatively, yeah, to, it's not. You know, the Persian priests. Ex- yeah, yeah, that's way. Like... <laughs> yeah. uh, but Houdini was the president of that of the, uh, the yeah, Society I of American Magicians for a yeah. while. Houdini liked to be the center of attention. That's for sure. Yeah, and you know what's funny too is I always forget. I, I when I think of Houdini, I'm always thinking of. I think of him as an escape artist, even though he sure. did do magic. That's the thing I think he's, he's known for. But he's for most today, known yeah. for that. But yeah. yeah, he, and it does say Houdini might be the most famous magician slash escapist. Of all time? Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, probably. Um, weird thing is, is he died on Halloween. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah you know what I mean? Like someone like him mm-hmm. having to die on Halloween. Yeah, like the that's coincidence very, of yeah, that, that's you know very what coincidental. Mean? That's pretty cool. <clears throat> but yeah, the one thing too I wanted to go back to with law enforcement was... How you were talking about, you know, it would be very dangerous to have, let's say, this politician who's maybe speaking to the world, and, mm-hmm. and then he does an incantation or something, whatever his magic is, yeah. to, I don't know, enslave the minds of the world or whatever. Sure. I was just thinking about that with law enforcement and criminals, because that would be, you know, the criminal aspect, I think, would almost end up gaining the under, upper hand. But then you got to think about, well, mm. there's got to be defensive magic and probably oh, be very doubt. strong. You I, know would, what I, mean? like, I would imagine <clears throat> that as, like, this would be like a slow ramp up. Like, first everyone's amazed. There's this new thing called magic, and it's actually real. And, oh, look at the cool stuff we could do. Oh, mm. whoops, that dude had, had an accident. He did a bad thing. Oh, these people start doing bad things on purpose. We need someone to stop these bad people. So now we got good people going after the bad people. And the next thing you know... There is registration and restriction on all magic, and they want to know what you can do and how you can do it, and are you licensed to do <clears throat> to it? To do it, yeah. And I guarantee you, it becomes a bureaucratic nightmare. I do think that would that's how <clears throat> the government part would change. Yeah, you know, and you know, in the defense of said government that would do that, is like, you kind of would have to because, mm-hmm. like, if you don't, you have fucking mayhem. I was also thinking too uh, for for uh, criminals, mm-hmm. especially people who are like weird, like sociopaths or like serial killers, mm-hmm. right? In certain types of, you know, quote unquote black magic, like we were saying, like with uh, like witchcraft mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, there's voodooism, mm-hmm. right? Sure. And necromancy. Mm-hmm. And they would probably have, they would probably be the ones that you really need to watch out for with those because. <clears throat> Let me tell you something. The one person you need to watch out for in this world where magic is true is anyone who has a really in-depth understanding of the human anatomy. Yeah, there exactly. are ways and in which you could be killed do. that no one will ever detect if you yep. understand like the right little blood vessel, like to slice or to nick or to to whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that would be dangerous. That would be. I would never. I would like make sure to mm-hmm. never know a doctor. 
Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Like, you would have to wonder on certain people yeah. that, you know, like, yeah. e- you know, even even butchers who may know, or vets who know, like, animal body parts and whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, sure. That yeah, can kind of that translate too. it over to, yeah, you know. absolutely. It's I dangerous. Mean, uh, and uh, here's, it's very, like, <clears throat> a very loose connection to this but like avatar the last airbender the cartoon mm-hmm. um the waterbenders have healing powers a bunch of other stuff um but they can bend pretty much any water if they're skilled enough mm-hmm. and on the night of a full moon they're at their strongest and those who have delved into the dark arts of waterbending can bloodbend people and completely take control of their bodies Wow, so really? Like, and like, yeah, is... if you understand someone's anatomy, like, who knows what the fuck you could do? That is scary. That is yeah. scary. That, you I've know heard what? Last Night is a good show. Uh, I, I just thought of something else, too. You know, uh, like, different societal changes, too. Like, mm-hmm. for example, you know, you know, even nowadays, there's still racism going on. Mm-hmm. Now, you've got to imagine that, you know, in a world where... Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a movie trail. In a world where magic <laughs> right. is real. Yeah. Um, you know, like... You got to imagine then that there will probably be some people who are like, I am part of the, you know, white witches or I'm part of, you know, the voodoo, you know, clan or whatever sure. you want to do. I'm, I'm a necromancer. Yeah. Except for the names are probably even worse than what you just said because people are really bad at naming things. I've learned. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you know yeah, that it would, would probably be, be another prejudice like and, in-group, out-group thing, just like there's constant ones now. Not just racism, but classism, classism sexism. Sex, yeah. I mean, it, the list goes on and on. Um, nationalism, getting hired, millionisms. Yeah, my friend, What's getting up? hired, and then you have to take that HR video you always watch about yeah. not discriminating against yeah. people with different, you know, magic people of different magic schools. You know what I mean? Right, like, you, you would. And like, here's another <clears throat> thing too: is uh, you know, some skills are inheritable. Like, well, not some skills, but some natural dispositions can be inheritable. Like, is magic prowess inheritable? Like, if your parents were became really good wizards and or um, magicians or whatever. Were you more prone to be able to pick things up easier, like in this world in this scenario? Because if that's a uh, case, then oh, we're you looking mean, like, at if it's something genetic. Bloodlines, bloodlines are going to become so important. Just like in Harry Potter, where bloodlines are like you know yeah. the Malfoy family, the Weasley family, all the families have like all these big <clears throat> genealogies. You know what's funny about that is I feel okay. I'm going to say no. It's yeah. not going to be genetic, but. Even if it wasn't, I still think that's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, those like, people who it's are going to... It's about opportunity. Like, think, yeah. yeah exactly. Like, they're, quote, unquote, purists of right. magic yeah, or whatever they want to call gonna themselves. You're going to get that, definitely. God. So, yeah. Man. I mean, um, honestly, this is like giving... I would say a gun, except for that that doesn't really do the analogy much... Uh, uh, credit but it's like giving a not a gun to everybody it's like giving a missile launcher to everybody but a missile launcher that like you can't help but want to use because it's so cool yeah exactly <laughs> it's just gonna cause a lot of problems and bring up the worst in us so do you have a favorite magician uh, i don't really like magicians yeah i always i, I actually was wondering about that when, <laughs> not I, when I, was thinking this on, question, I was like i don't think you like yeah watching no, it. i'm not big on i'm big on fantasy and mm-hmm. the different types of magic out there but um um, I do I actually, you know, I was going to ask you this too. So do you have a favorite like school of magic or Ooh, like, you know, school what I mean? of magic? That's mm-hmm. interesting. Hmm. What are your schools of magic? Not illusion, not necromancy. That is mine. Necromancy. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of cool. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know why I, I want to like, let's I conjure up the dead. I guess like, I don't really have a favorite school of magic. Uh, I prefer wizards over sorcerers in, in D&D. I do like wizards. Yeah. Over sorcerers. Um, Hmm. Hmm. 
No, I can't say I do. Oh, really? No. no? Uh, is there any of them that you think is more cool than than, than another? No, no, they all have their you uses. You just all like yeah, them. I mean, I, I mean, when it comes to evocation magic, I like anything lightning-based because I think lightning is the coolest of like the magical elements, if you will. Like, it does look... I yeah, think it does look... fucking super dope. Yeah, that yeah. is. That is. Um, but besides that, no, not really, actually. I don't. Huh, that's strange. Yeah. <laughs> I would have thought you, you know, yeah. like you're into D&D and you know all the yeah, like, schools I mean, of magic I just, that you would none, have. Like no that. one school of magic I like better than others, really. Wow. I mean, I guess evocation because it goes big, big explode, which is fun. But yeah. like, you know, I like to be able to do other things, too. So, yeah. I don't know. Fave Magician, I, I definitely like... Um, it's always a cross between David Blaine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you heard of him? I know. I know who that is. And have you heard of The Amazing Jonathan? Uh, I Yes. He's a comedian. I yeah. love The Amazing yeah. Jonathan. And that's. I think that's part of the reason, though, is because he's a comedian, too. Yeah, but I love sure. David Blaine. Mm-hmm. And I know there's, you know, the other guy who's Chris Chris Angel or whatever. Mind Freak. Whatever Mind, that yeah, guy is. Yeah. When I saw <laughs> when I first saw him, you know, I, I'll, I'll admit, you know, the first, yeah, like, very three talented. episodes or so, yeah. like, I was kind of into it. But yeah. after a while, I kind of I kind of lost. He's a very his, specific kind of person from yeah. a very specific generation. His shtick kind of lost its uh, yeah. appeal. But, you know. but uh, I like David Blaine a little bit more. He was just a little weird. You know, and that's what I sure. liked about him when he was doing stuff. It was just weird. And you're yeah. like, oh, what is that? You know. I guess I've never really cared for magicians because I'm like, well, it's super not real. And, I mean, I guess that's kind of cool. But, yeah, I don't know. It just held no interest for me. So, But Did I like you- Gandalf. Gandalf. Yeah, Gandalf's my favorite <laughs> that, wizard for sure. That is awesome. I, I like Gandalf. <laughs> you know, I didn't even think about that movie, Movie, uh, you know, wizards or magicians. Actually, I do like Gandalf a lot. Yeah, he's awesome. Know? But that's more because he's a great character, less because he's a wizard. Yeah, that's true. But dude, could you imagine? Breaking news. A new study suggests leaving an iTunes review is very important for newly created podcasts. So to nurture your new favorite podcast, make sure to leave an iTunes review. This has been Fritz Frivolous, reminding you to like, comment, and subscribe. Will and Tom, back to you. Precognition. The power to see events unfold before they happen. To see the future. What would you do if you were endowed with this ability? Would you make a sports wager already knowing the outcome of the game? Perhaps help out your family members and friends, telling them the best course of action to take in their personal lives. Or would you become a writer for one of TV's longest-running primetime sitcoms, The Simpsons? Tonight, our two pseudo-psychics, Will and Tom, will write 50 times on a chalkboard, We will not do a Simpsons episode. We will not do a Simpsons episode. We will not do a Simpsons episode. And we're back. Indeed. So, Will, I don't know how to pose this question to you, so I'm just oh. going to come out and say it. Okay. What if one of the writers on The Simpsons can predict the future? Oh, this is The Simpsons done it thing. This is The Simpsons predicted it. Predict? See, I've heard this. Oh, Simpsons did it. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, well, that's okay. because, you know, the show's been, we'll, we'll get to that. The show's been on for a long time. This is rough for me, man. Last this... time I saw a Simpsons episode, I might have been 14. Oh, really? Yes. So, that being said, can well, you give me examples of The Simpsons having predicted things? Oh, start I there. will definitely give you examples. Yeah. Um, so, I'm just going, just in case if some of the listeners actually don't know, um, there has been a thing going around on the internet, uh, because it's actually true, though, where people are saying that there's a lot of episodes that 
are on The Simpsons, uh, where it predicted things that happen in the future. Um, mm. Like the shows would have aired, you know, years before, and then all of a sudden, almost exactly how the episode was written out, or, or, or you know, certain little changes here, but it was very close, and then they, they came to, to okay. be true, right? Let's hear some Now, examples. there are over 30 of them. I'm not going to go through all three. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I picked the five that I thought were, were really interesting. Okay. The ones that hold the, <clears throat> held the most water. Yeah. So one of them was, uh, it was called Springfield, but the S was a dollar sign, right? Okay. That's, and that's, uh, it was season five, episode 10. Now, this one, uh, the episode aired in 1993. Okay. Dear God, I was like four. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I I was a uh, fourteen, I think, <laughs> <For> sure, <laughs> somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, so basically, this episode uh, predict. Well, it didn't. I shouldn't say that. This episode had a scene where uh, it was like a Sieg, Siegfried and Roy type show, right, with a white tiger. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, on The Simpsons, I don't think they wore Siegfried and Roy. I think it was something else. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, it showed uh, one of them getting attacked by their tiger. Mm-hmm. And then in 2003, um, I thought, oh, man, I totally forgot now if it was Siegfried or Roy. But one of them, actually, you remember, gets gets attacked by their tiger. I mean, I didn't know that. but I Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. They're mag- are they magicians? It was in, they they're were animal they were like people, a they were like right? an act. Yeah, yeah. and it was uh, they were huge in Vegas. They were there for a long time. Right, right. I mean, I've heard. <clears> them. Yeah, I've and heard they were them, famous yeah. for because they had their tiger, the yeah. white tiger. Okay. You know. Okay. Uh, but yeah, and then they were attacked. I mean, you know, that like, to me is not that great a prediction. It like, could be because if like if two if people work with wild animal predators. Like it's probably going to happen. Life is going to happen at some point. This one just happened after 1993. Yeah. True. I, a lot of these may be something. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm ready to debunk yeah. everything you throw at me. Let's yeah. go. Oh, okay, let's do this. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Because let's figure this out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. maybe it is, maybe it isn't. So, the second example I found was, uh, I think it was uh, Season 6, Episode 19. I think it's called Lisa's Wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, season 6, Episode 19, and the episode aired in 1995. And what it showed was... Uh, the future Lisa getting married and Mm -hmm. she needed to talk to her mom. And so what she did was she video calls her on a cell phone. Now, obviously in 1995, that technology didn't exist. No, but we've been predicting like video calls. Star Trek too. Star Trek also like has a lot of technology that is similar to what they had back then is that's, I mean, from the moment the video camera or even the regular camera was invented, it's not Mm -hmm. very difficult to be like, Oh, wouldn't it be cool if we could do this in real time? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's not a prediction. It's prediction, Will. That's it's nothing. prediction. They that's know nothing. the future. They didn't know. Just We're gonna have to go through all thirty. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Yeah. Well, let me pull them out. No, there. I was surprised that there was thirty. Like to be honest, I, I thought there was like maybe maybe like eight or nine or so. How maybe many seasons 10? of The Simpsons but, are there? Okay, you know 30? what? Let's go to Fritz facts. Okay, let's okay, let's do. It. Let's go to Fritz fact first. Yeah, sure. Okay, so. The Simpsons was created by Matt Groening, mm-hmm. and the first network release of The Simpsons show was on December 17th, 1989. Okay. So, I was eight. So, it's as old as I am. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, there's probably 32 seasons, because mm-hmm. I'm about to be 32 years old. Yeah. And uh, it's the, um, uh, the, the, actually, the first time 
uh, the, or actually, the Simpsons show, the cartoon show, is actually based off of little shorts, that animated shorts, mm-hmm. that um, was actually on. The, I, don't, I don't think you remember this show, but it was called the Tracy Ullman Show. You don't remember? Yeah, I have no idea. This is an old show. That. Yeah, it, it was <laughs> even even for me, the Tracy Ullman Show was one of the shows like things that my dad watched that oh, okay. that I wasn't allowed to watch because mm-hmm. it was more of an adult comedy style. It's show. what The Simpsons was, was for like, me. Yeah, exactly. The yeah, Simpsons yeah, yeah. Was way too adult for me to be watching until I was like ten or. 11. Yeah. And probably even then. And, uh, but yeah, so they were, uh, the Simpsons, like shorts or whatever you want to call them, first debuted on the Tracy Ullman show on April 19th, 1987. Okay. Um, the Simpsons show is actually the longest running American animated series, the yeah. longest running American sitcom, mm-hmm. and the longest running American scripted primetime television series. I can't believe it's still going, quite frankly. Yeah, it's I know, right? Funny. And like, it's, I mean, it's a generational thing. There's no way it survives. Well, your generation probably mm-hmm. is the last one that because I don't think anyone from my generation really watches. But maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, that's true. I um, mean, what what I want to say here is that Matt, Matt Groening is a really good writer, mm-hmm. though I don't know how involved he is with writing anymore. But he's he's good at hiring writers. Um, Futurama, mm-hmm. I think, is one of the best shows he's ever made. The best show he's ever made. But um. The Simpsons is based off of the idea of an American family, right? Mm-hmm. And unlike Family Guy, it doesn't like to go off the edge into like surrealism or like unrealistic. Like, oh, I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, like, uh, what's the word when something's ridiculous? Uh, absurdity. Abs- mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, it does get absurd and it is wild, but it doesn't go into Family Guy levels of stuff. It, it, re- it remains relatively uh, relatable. When you have a show that goes on for that long, yeah, it's that many, what is it, 26 plus episodes a season, probably more than that, 30, 40? Probably, yeah, I think so. It's probably yeah. some huge number. Um, and people are people, no matter what decade you're in. It does not surprise me that many of the things that they're going to write about um, come to pass, because I bet you a lot of those things are based off things that happened in the past. And they just are going to happen again in a different scenario. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, people act like people. So the same things are going to happen over and over and over again as history moves on. So it just it just doesn't surprise me. I mean, you said there's 30. I bet there's, there's 200. <clears throat> yeah. Well, there's 32 seasons, right? Mm-hmm. With 702 episodes. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, you're, it's, people write based off things that have happened or, like, things mm-hmm. that they can imagine you know, subconsciously that they that they think may have happened. Um, it doesn't surprise me that a lot of things that were written in the show ended up happening because people act like people. Yeah. And then some of them, too, are I, I think are... And actually, there, there have been interviews with some of these writers where they did explain, mm-hmm. well, this is probably why it looked like we predicted this or that. Oh, answer. really? Like, yeah. do, you have, do you have anything they, they, on that? They did. Um, some of them... Some of them said that it was just things that they thought were funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of them were just things that they they saw a trend that like went that way, right? Yeah, that went that way where they it was basically they were like, "Oh, let's take the worst case scenario of what could happen and that's funny." So yeah. that's why well, they that's put like it in the there. movie Idiocracy. <clears throat> yeah, and the problem was though, then it happened, yeah. right? You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. So, like people like to talk about idiocracy them. And you've seen that, right? Yeah. yeah. People like to talk about how that that's like basically um, dead on for like how the future has changed since it was written to now and how mm-hmm. where it's going and that movie does exactly what you just said it takes the worst case scenario of a lot of the trends we see in you know human society and like takes them to their end game unfortunately 
we're really bad at mm. being alive, humans, us. So, like, a lot of times those worst-case scenarios do happen. Yeah. So, yeah, it doesn't surprise <clears throat> me. I guess that's all I can say is it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> okay, let's let's get back to the, to the episodes I picked. Yeah. <clears throat> so, the third example I had was uh, Treehouse of Horror, number 19. I feel like I've seen this one. <clears throat> you probably have, yeah. Uh, it's season 20, episode 4. Um, it aired in 2008. <clears throat> and so, what happens- I just graduated <clears throat> high school. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah. You, man, I'm feeling really old now, man. I feel like, you know, well, back in my day, you know, we used to have to go to the TV and push the button to change the channel. <laughs> it's true. I stopped having to do that when I was, like, 11. <laughs> okay, so, in, <clears throat> excuse me, in Treehouse of Horror, 19... Homer goes to vote for Obama on a mach- on a voting machine, but every time he keeps pushing uh, uh, Barack Obama's button, it switches to John McCain. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> it was kind of a thing. This is actually one of the this examples where the, where the writer was like kind of seeing something that could like a not not exactly a trend, but he was like a worst case scenario that he thought it would be funny that it would it wouldn't let him vote for Obama, mm-hmm. right? And then in 2000 so that aired in 2008, but in then 2012 uh, an actual video emerges showing a voting machine that was in Pennsylvania where the person was voting for Obama and it kept switching to Mitt Romney. Screen technology you know? goes wonky all the time, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. that's an easy prediction. What, now, it is specific, so that's funny. That's just yeah, I thought that was, Yeah, exactly. But it was very, you or, know, like, wow, that's... Or maybe, just like I talked to you about when it was <clears> a Black Mirror, maybe someone sees an episode of something and then decides to implement it. You know what I mean? You know what? I'm... Glad you said that. Oh, okay. because of the fact that I didn't write this one down because because I already had that thought. There's another one where uh, I, I cannot remember the episode because I didn't write it mm-hmm. down. But <clears throat> it was the episode where they were um, they were uh, I think at a um, I think it was Lady Gaga right. She was on this episode and she was wearing uh, this ridiculous outfit outfit that had like I think. Uh, fireworks coming from her brazier and everything, right? Sounds and it was, and she was floating in. I think it was yeah. even for a sporting event. I think it might have been for like even football. Sure. And then uh, on oh, she in did Super it? Bowl, she did it. Oh, right? yeah, that, and that people, was And people started going nuts, going like, "Oh, look, the Simpsons predicted it first. And I'm like, "No, no she, she did that it. episode. Yeah. She her voiced team, in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Her team probably was like, "Hey, now we get to do the halftime show on the Super Bowl. Let's do yeah. like what they like. Wouldn't it be cool if we yeah. did the thing that they we drew? Like, yeah." yeah you but anyways, I digress. So <laughs> number four was the Wizard of Evergreen Terrace. This one, okay, this one I thought had a little bit of a wow factor to it. Okay, right? let's hear it. Because so season ten, episode two, it aired in nineteen ninety eight. Okay. Um, there is a scientist, uh, Doctor Simon Singh. This is not the episode. This is a real guy, yeah. Doctor Simon Singh. He's the author of this book called "The Simpsons and Their Mathematical Secrets." Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in the episode, he points out that Homer uh, tries to become an inventor, and there's a scene where he's standing in front of a blackboard, and there's an equation written on it. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, this uh, Doctor Simon Singh, um, he. You know, noticed that, and he actually looked at what the 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 equation was, mm-hmm. and it was actually uh, the Higgs boson 
uh, it was supposed to be the weight of the Higgs boson particle, mm-hmm. which had not been discovered yet. Yeah, they were working and, on it. Yeah, exactly. So, and he said at that point, no one would have, they, no one on the Simpsons should have known about that. No, there's no way. Um, but yeah, he said it was very. So like, okay, so like the, um, oh my gosh, the actual formula, the equation itself was written out and what we later found out was the correct way. It was the correct, the correct weight of this, of this new particle. Yeah, the weight. Like it was like um, I don't know if it was exact because he did say it was too close to be. He said something to the fact of like this was it was too close, like how the how they knew this equation would. Okay, be. so was was this an equation or was this just a number of the weight? I'm I'm confused. Um, or it was an equation that like equaled the weight. Yeah, the that's what it was. Yeah, but was there any clue on the board? Showing that it was trying to solve for a Higgs boson or anything like that. No, I don't um, think so. I, you know what, I, I it didn't say that in yeah. in the the quote that he gave for the article I read. I mean, I bet you if you looked at a lot of just random equations that were written out and you like went to whatever it came out to, mm-hmm. it would match at least some formula out there for some particle or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's countless of them. True. I don't know. I thought that one had a little. Yeah. I was kind of like, oh, that's kind of weird. You know eh. what I mean? Like. Meh. Meh. That's a meh. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm cynical. So the last one I got was the one I think that kind of started the whole oh, this whole thing about the big one. Yeah, you okay. know, like oh, the Simpsons, you know, predicted this, yeah. you know, stuff in the future, and it's called Bart to the Future, uh, season eleven, episode seventeen. It aired in two in the year two thousand, and what happens is Bart like flashes forward into adult into uh, adulthood. Sure, and when he's an adult, Lisa is president. There's a scene where it shows Lisa uh, as president. Okay. And she is talking about how she inherited a, a big budget crunch from her predecessor, yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah. Right? And then, of course, in 2016, you know what I mean? Like, that's... I mean, that's not the biggest surprise. Uh, Donald Trump's been making political plays since the 80s. Mm-hmm. So... And the weird... But the weird part about that... Uh, and Well, that in itself, you know, was a little weird that they're talking about. But it's funny because there's another thing where... Lisa's wardrobe that she wears in there is exactly what Kamala Harris wears um, in in her inauguration speech, right? Okay. People are just, which could have been, you know, like obviously, you know, coincidence. But I was also an thinking, all white suit, right? It was no, it was white. all purple with white pearls, right? Oh, okay, and um, and it almost looks if you that must if be you look up memory. Oh, you know, what? it was an election. It was election day. That I remember she was wearing all white. Oh, that might have been election yeah, day. Yeah. yeah. No, this anyways, was this was during the inaug- her inauguration. Yeah. Um, it was like kind of like it was all purple. I think it was like. But a, Lisa always wears pearls. Lisa does always wear pearls. Yeah. I don't know about Kamala Harris, yeah. <laughs> but like <laughs> well, Kamala yeah. Harris. But but it was like it was the same. It was a I believe it was a purple blazer uh-huh. with a purple blouse and uh-huh. then the white pearls. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, and, that's, that's, and that was exactly that seems Lisa. Pre- like a pretty cliche thing to wear, though. There was. Like, also, I'm picturing it right now. I'm like, yeah, that's like the cliche woman politician's garb. Really? Oh, I, I think didn't so. think yeah. so. I like would... a blazer and yeah, absolutely. Purple, yeah. Mm. Strong color, royalty, all that nah, other stuff. I don't know. I'm thinking it's psychic. You know, I'm thinking that. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. So. No. Yeah. Uh, no, but also like. And also uh, Kamala Harris is our vice president, not president. So No, I know. That's what, yeah. Actually, I just yeah. thought it was weird that it, it, nah. they pointed that out too. But also too, there's another scene. There's, I think it's from that same thing. There's a scene where Donald Trump is. 
I forget where it is. Is he like, I think he's going downstairs mm-hmm. and there's like an American flag or something. He passes by in the thing mm-hmm. and that happens in real life too. It was like the exact same thing. He's you, going, he's going in real yeah. life in that episode. I bet it, you there's many shows, places on earth that have escalators that pass by American flags. I'm With sorry. Donald Trump? No, no yeah. I don't think so. No, no. everyone goes no. to these places, including Donald Trump. That's stupid. But it's caught exactly like that? I don't think no, so. No, that's... that's the, of all of them, that was the worst one you just said. Precognition, Will, it's the <laughs> truth. No, I'm just playing. No, I mean, you're right. It, it's 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 probably, you know, all coincidence and everything. Uh-huh. But I just thought that was funny, you know? I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... I'm disappointed. I thought these facts were... Or not these facts. I thought these uh, so-called predictions were going to be a little bit stronger. I, I mean, I think that... It's kind of. I think some of these are kind of a little bit weird. Like you know, what I mean, not not saying that that there is a someone who's a precog I mean, on their writing team. You know, my my actual um, actually, I forgot to tell you this. So my theory was, I went in and try and and just took these five episodes. Yeah. And I wanted to see if there were any connection with the writers on there. But every single episode has a different writer. writer. It doesn't expr- it doesn't surprise me either because uh, it's over such a wide yeah swath range. Of time. And then yeah. the, the 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 other thing though too is that you know a lot of times on these shows they they usually don't just have one writer. No, like it have, has like a team, a team of writers. Yeah. And the problem is they do mention that on some of these where they're like oh and then you know uh, like for example. You know, I think it was uh, the Wizard of Evergreen Terrace, John Schwartzwelder. He was the writer on that, right? Or, or the the Trump one, Bart to the Future. Dan Graney, I think that's how you say his last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the writer on that. And when they were talking about like, oh, how do you think Bart will be as an adult? You know, he's like, everyone, he, he uh, mentions that other writers had their idea on that. Yeah. But he's the one accredited to writing that episode. So... Who knows if there was other people there or not, but the the fact that these episodes are so widespread over time, <clears throat> yeah, that that would definitely kick that theory out. I mean, it's just it's throwing darts at a dartboard. Eventually, mm-hmm. you're gonna hit a bullseye, gonna, yeah. and that's that's what. And this they is. they'd have so many darts that they've yeah. thrown. You know what I mean? Yeah. For all those episodes, it, that if the Simpsons were capable of predicting the future, uh, people would be scouring every episode and finding like so many correlations. Yeah, exactly. It would become the new Bible, a and, very strange <laughs> one too. Yeah, that that we really would. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, so do you have a favorite Simpson family member? Homer. Yeah, I was going to say Homer. I sometimes really like Lisa. To be fair, I like them all well enough. Oh, yeah. I don't like yeah, the I, show, but I do think the family, they're the opposite of the family guy family, which they're, oh, yeah. they're all pieces of shit. Um, <laughs> favorite character, though, it has to be, um, well, characters, has to be uh, Mr. Burns and Smithers. Oh well, yes, I, I like I a love good villain, Mr. man. Burns. Like yeah. a good villain. I love Mr. Hard Burns. To get. I love a villain that mm-hmm. just—it's not that they're like. I, I think a villain that's just evil to be evil is stupid. But I do love a villain that is evil and loves that they're evil yeah. and they're super and into he, how evil and they he are. Knows like, that he no, is this evil. Is yeah, fucking diabolical. I love He's it. Like, like excellent. I do. You know, I don't like, know what it is. I love about that. It just—I love that they can be honest with themselves. Yeah, I love. I love Homer. Um, I, I sometimes really like Lisa though, but only for the fact yeah, because she great. plays saxophone and so do I. Oh yeah. So yeah, I always absolutely. love the ones that involve yeah. her having to play. No, I saxophone. like all, all all five family members a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. um my the characters though, it's always a tie between uh Duff Man, Camper, you know, that guy like like it's time Vaguely. to have a duff. So it's Vaguely. the beer that he drinks, it's yeah, like the mascot, yeah. right? Yeah. But then I was I always liked and I always just called him the squeaky voiced teen, right? 
it's that it's that kid that's always he's not in every episode obviously uh-huh. yeah. but if like usually they go to like some fast food restaurant or some you know menial job right it's always the kid with the pimples on his face and he's like um mr will oh, it happened again that, about, yeah, yeah that kid also the <clears throat> scottish uh like schoolmaster dude the oh mr uh mr uh, willie yeah, yeah willie yeah, yeah. Uh, Get off the grass! Yeah, it's so stupid. But I never knew that that kid, that teen, actually has a name, right? And not only does does he have a name, he has a lot of aliases. And I looked it up. So his name is Jeremy Friedman, right? But it says he's more commonly known as the squeaky voiced teen, the pimple faced teen, puberty boy, geeky teenager. Oh, so he's a lot of nicknames. Nicknames, the same thing as aliases. Um, Teenage clerk, Steve, Pop. I don't know why they would call him that. Mr. Peterson, Peterson or Old Man Peterson. I don't understand why why they would call yeah, him that. Yeah, don't get it. Yeah, but no yeah, idea. those were all listed under the Simpsons wiki. Yeah. And I thought it was funny, but I always loved hearing whenever that kid is in there and you just yeah. like, um, yeah. you know, you're not no, supposed I, to do that. I know sure. exactly. Yeah. I also like Flanders. He's funny enough. Yeah, Flanders. Oh, yeah. yeah. Flanders, I, you know, when they had those episodes, like when his wife dies and stuff, I was just like... Didn't see it. <clears throat> oh, he... <laughs> Spoilers. Will. Bro. Will. Okay. <clears throat> Will needs to start watching more TV. No, not going to happen. <laughs> Sorry, man. <clears throat> so, I think we figured this out. Simpsons cannot predict the future. Yeah, they cannot predict the future. We didn't even get to my precognition Fritz facts. Well, what were they? Uh, now I want to I know. only had two of them now. Okay. So... <laughs> Precognition is from Latin, right? An or, a Latin origin. Sure. <clears throat> uh, precognito. Mm-hmm. Pre is before and cognito is acquiring knowledge. Mm-hmm. The most famous, probably, of all you know, Time. people who, who Claim say that they're... Pre- yeah, yeah. Is Michel de, St- de Nostradame or Nostradamus. Uh, he was a French astro- astrologer, yeah. physician, and quote-unquote seer is what he liked to... He called it, right? Uh-huh. Uh, but he had the the book predicting future events, Les Prophetis. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was published in 1555. Yeah, now that I think about it, he's definitely the only like soothsayer that I like super know. If you, you when you say Nostradamus, I know exactly. People, what you're talking about. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, he lived between 1503 and 1566. Interesting. I wonder if he saw his own death coming. <laughs> I know, right? Like <laughs> if you knew that man, he would just have to be. Like, oh, I got to get this done. Yeah, you know seriously. <laughs> But dude, could you imagine? And that is all we have for you tonight. We will continue to bring you up-to-date coverage as new imaginings develop. Please don't forget to leave an iTunes review, like, subscribe, and leave a comment. Remember you can follow us on YouTube and on Twitter at DCY Imagine. And if you would like to contact us or tell us what you are imagining, you can email us at dudecouldyouimagine at gmail.com. This has been Fritz Frivolous, and from all of us here at Dude Could You Imagine, keep on imagining. Because you're yeah. like, no, 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 no it's not. Yeah, no, just because I think the idea is so stupid. I'm like, no, the Simpsons yeah. doesn't predict the future. This is dumb. I mean, a lot of these are. But it was fun. Stupid, to, it was fun like, to go yeah. over it, though. Like, yeah. I, I like debunking things if I can like think of one on the spot. So it's yeah. fun to, for you to give me something, and then I'll be like, let me tear it up. Yeah. Next. I know this. Yeah. Exactly. Ah!